0: Good up. and welcome to the Mirabuzz Podcast. We are your hosts, Reckon King and Epsilon. How are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing great, mate, dude. Today, this week was just insane, I would have to say, especially for the film scene. That's great to hear.
0: Now, this week, we'll be focusing mainly on Warrior as we celebrate this incredible series. Taking a look back to Season 1 and 2, then ending with us talking about the final episode of Warrior Season 3, where everything we talked about comes to a sad and somewhat surprising end. And this is the end of the series, what a way to go out. We will also be talking about the latest episodes of My Adventures with Superman, and the box office as DC's Blue Beetle has released. Now let's dive right back into Chinatown, hopefully not for the last time. But before we get started, to celebrate Warrior I personally made a two part edit for the series. They are some of my favourites, and I hope they become yours as well link in the description. Now Epsilon, from the writings of the legendary Bruce Lee, comes one of the best shows to date. From Jonathan Chopper, Justin Lynn, Shannon Lee presents Warrior. All episodes streaming now on Neon New Zealand. Now we're gonna go down memory lane and we'll start off with Season 1. Now um, I brought up some fond memories about Season 1, but what is the thing that you remember that you really loved and what captured you into watching Warrior for the first time?
1: I think the first ever scene that really truly captured my attention was the actually at the intro where the beginning parts of the boat scene where Sam is and everybody is being brought down into a dirt, you know, covered uh, to Chinatown, which expressed the poverty of the area. It truly exudes uh, what was being. The situation was like in that period of time
0: yeah um i saw him arriving off the boats from china and you did not know who he was but you would you would know uh uh, you would know immediately that he was the main character because of focus on him but him actually speaking english and many of the americans well we call them british um who are border security were so surprised and that is what got me so intrigued with the show especially how they will well, handle racism, especially at a time, but it was basically the norm. Um, and what Jonathan Tropper and Co. did was an amazing job, um bringing world building, world building's the actual word for it, um, but yes, um, incredible set pieces of San Francisco in the late 1800s. I think it's 1880-something, around the same time as, you know, um, end of the colonial era um civil war uh, around there. now epsilon um as we already know the fate of father june in season three um we knew father june never really liked the arm a lot uh we'll get to why but um his character perry young is so good in this role um what do you think the uh, like what are your thoughts on Father Jun's character in season 1 all the way to season 3?
1: Oh, I was very interested in the fact that, like, certain uh, characters did not have good relations in the beginning, and just the evolution of these characters as they grew on us to uh, become better characters in the overall sequence. Where well, I find, uh, I would have to say, the best scene for me. From the season, particularly, um, I would have to say was the red wedding section, which expressed uh, since the beginning how evil of a person might.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I I feel like with the whole Father Jun situation with Osam, i not liking them. I think Father Jun was just scared of how how he how much he sees himself within Assam instead of Young Jun. He sees Young Jun as reckless but sees Assam as calculated very much like himself so he was quite threatened really of his power in the Tong and Assam could take over one day and that really translates all the way to they have this um, uh, drinking scene in season three where Assam uh, confronts Young Jun about how he was treated within the Hopway under Father Jun's um, leadership. And Father Jun said, um, No hard feelings. I think he sees Assam as equal. And kind of like a lot of characters in the show see Assam as equal, both uh, um, ideology or fighting or. Um, mental capabilities of trying to see how far Chinatown can go um, within a pivotal time in American history where racism goes both ways within an Irish and American and Assam's kinda like the catalyst between them because not only can he speak English, he can also um he he can fight. He can fight. And I feel like Father Jun saw this. Um, maybe not the English part, but saw the fighting part and went yeah um he reminds me of myself and then hmm. he looks at his son and goes um maybe well, can you not be like fifth. this yeah uh, and yeah. until the final season uh, um where he accepted young jun and young jun loves um, father jun after years of hating him um but yes um you brought up myling um season one was her rise to power she killed long yeah. z um, Epsilon what are your thoughts on Myling and her character growth towards now?
1: She has been since the one who calculated every step of her way and to see that even like the slightest miscalculations can cause her death and almost so with this, uh, especially with this uh, season and this latest episode I would have to say it's a very Dramatic scene where you know, we, we're seeing the sister sibling relationship now of the two siblings now coming to like express to us how much the sibling bond is between Myling and Assam. And I was quite uh, surprised actually at how much we got to see the development of. Um, My Ling's calculations and how far her machinations went
0: My Ling is one of the best characters, one of the best written characters in this series because of how, yeah, you you said it how calculated how dark she is sometimes when trying to lead the Long Z after killing Long Z Um, very ironic itself but yes, um, you did mention um, season 3 now with Assam and My Ling Uh, in the final episodes, which we'll get to um, how now we get to see this brother-sister relationship that has been building up for so long. But, yeah, My Link's Rise of Power,
1: it's... it didn't last long, um... but, yeah. Yeah, it it lasted, like, not too long, I would say. I would have to say, you know, to be honest, like, via current now it's very limited amount yeah. of like power um, that she actually gained definitely
0: uh, from from all th- this? Yeah. how much uh, Myling as a character has grown how much we have grown to hate her uh, mm. but yet we feel some kind of sympathy towards her and that's what makes mm. a great character where we can see both sides of the character mm. and we know that either they're troubled or they're trying to create trouble we'll love these characters either way but one of the main things that has been brought up Mm. since season 1 has been the somewhat rivalry kind of power equal between Leon and Assam I kind of um, uh, compare it to like Goku Vegeta or Naruto Sasuke Luffy, Zoro um, Ichigo Uryu kind of of the big three Mm. yeah but
1: but um <laughs> kind of that like yeah
0: the big the big but, yeah, um, yeah. yeah um, I understand Epsilon, mm. Leon Assam I, they they could be great, great partners, wouldn't they
1: I think yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if it had to lead to a partnership, I think those two would be what I would root for mm-hmm. between those two. I think there's going to be a new gang now yeah, in my opinion. And I would love to see how this character development happens in yeah, the hopefully next season we that get, comes yeah. out soon. Hopefully, and what? Yeah, hopefully
0: yeah. we get to um, see more of that in a future season. Hopefully, hopefully, but um, I think I if if Leon, especially in episode nine, um, if Leong didn't have that like second wind. Assam should have took the opportunity to finish off Leong there. Mm. Not kill him, but fully finish him off because um, I rewatched it um, today and Leong just huffs up. It feels like an anime scene. And (laughs) he gets a power-up.
1: It doesn't feel realistic, to be honest. Um, Yeah.
0: I feel like they're going to be great rivals and they are equal. Um... The other one, especially in season mm. one, and it came all the way down to season three, especially with the latest episodes. Um, Atoy and Lie. Mm. Um, I I think I've said this before, uh, either episode eight or um, last episode. Um, Atoy is Batman. Um, she's literally Batman, and Lie is like Batgirl, Barbara uh, Barbara Gordon, or even Robin. But yeah, Atoy, and I think that, uh, (laughs) created the whole sword slasher arc, um, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, um, Mm. Atoy, another another pivotal character Mm. to the whole series. Um, Her character growth,
1: Epsilon. What are your thoughts? It's it's. I think she is what I would have to say is the snake right now, like, you know, the hidden snake. She's there and she will like, you know, she's got venom in her. We'll just see how it uh, interprets as the characters develop, you know.
0: When we go to discussing the final episode, um, I, I mentioned that our toy is quite broken. She's one of the most broken characters within the whole series. Um, Season 3 especially Um, Even though If you go back to our previous episodes We barely talk about our toy uh, Because um, It's all been leading to last week And this week especially um, With what happens in the beginning of Season 10's episode Uh, But yes, her character um, Went from Brothel owner and Trying to keep these girls
1: Out Out of danger
0: Yeah out of yes. harm's
1: way it's it's happening
0: yeah and then now getting to season 3 where mm. all of that's gone to shit um and she is broken without any repair really. mm. she but needs toy yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think she has a support system is what I'm like interpreting this as she
0: she does have Nully um she does have Nully who who loves her so much, but Atoy is a character that's quite stoic in how she interacts with people, um, but she also has a Assam. A Assam's like an older brother to her or like a sibling more of a sibling than myling would ever be to Ass- uh, Assam uh, but yes, Atoi very much like Chao is everyone's favourite character in the show where he's everyone's friend or she's everyone's friend um back to episode 9 Assam got humbled by Leong that's one of my favorite highlights um, because in that fight he wasn't fighting for anyone apart from himself and I think that's the reason why he lost ultimately in the end even though he had the upper hand and we all saw that But yeah, I, um, I
1: would like to say it goes to show that uh, uh, Assam isn't all this almighty you know, fighter who can win any fight immediately he is limited mm-hmm and that it goes to show within the scene
0: yeah it shows that he's this incredible fighter like we've all seen him multiple times but he's so full of himself sometimes and yeah just this scene like we're all rooting for Asam, but yet somehow we're also rooting for Leong uh, because you kind of even though we haven't interacted with Leong much uh, in the series because this is Assam's story um Leon's very much a likable character to all of us because not only do we know who plays him, Joe Taslin, but um, his character, he, he's very traditional and we respect that, where Assam's very modern. and um, You could feel that from the beginning of the fight where they're doing prayers and Leong is praying with them, where Assam's like, come on, let's get, let's get down to business. And it ultimately backfired at the end of the day. So yeah, that's one of my highlights. Um, but yes, Big Bill cannot catch a break. <laughs> he's killed a person. Yep.
1: he's racist. <laughs> yeah. He's a cop. Yeah, that's happening all over again. Big Bill, oh my gosh! I feel so bad for this his character, Bill. to be honest. Like he's just not able to like just stand in one position safely. He's just you know walking on a tightrope at this point.
0: Dude, I've been on Big Bill's side the whole time. I've been cheering him on every time he <laughs> takes an L. I'm here like, wow, you f*** up. You have f- up again. But yeah, Big Bill, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on his character from season 1 to
1: season 3? I think he's grown yeah, a lot. He's, he's definitely grown a lot. Like, Not just as a character, but like... No, sorry, not just as a policeman, but like non-policeman now, but as a real like mm. person. you know, it, it, He's... he's truly felt what it's like to be on either side of unemployment and employment.
0: Yes, and it has been a lot of fun and some horror to his character, Um, especially when it gets to Season 2 where it gets a little too personal, especially with Zing. But we'll get to Zing, Um, I've got one thing, and this could go to the final episode of Season 3. If Bolo was still with us, I think he would be a major problem for Assam. Assam couldn't take on Bolo by himself. Myling Ling had to kill him. Um, if Bolo was there in the final episode, which we're about to talk about, do you think Assam would have so much trouble on his hands?
1: I feel as though it would have been a lot different situation where Assam would be in the ground, unable to like you know, pick himself up as much as he is now.
0: I, I feel like Bolo as a character could have grown uh, but again we got Hong in the next two seasons but I feel like Bolo could be an incredible character to like continue onwards and make him go from this grumpy kind of uncle to this um, not lovable but kind of more carefree character where we can kind of gravitate towards him and he's the big brother looking after Assam and Young Jun and Hong. And kind of, let's make a quartet. Instead of a trio. Um, but honestly, yeah, Bolo would have been a major problem for Asam. And I feel like Bolo would would have killed Leon if he was still alive.
1: He would have. It were, It would most likely to that point, yes.
0: Now, onto Season 2. Um, Asam finds himself on a journey of self-discovery. Um, Assam doing all these um, um, all these fights on the Barbary Coast um, it's it lingered in multiple episodes and it paid off in episode 6 but Epsilon um, Assam's journey um, from being beaten by Leon to finally trying to find his weakness and what are your thoughts on that?
1: I find it very uh, pathetic pers- interesting the fact that he's able to understand his defeat and not sit down and uh, see his losses. We see a lot of talented people being affected by loss greater than a lot more people, Uh, a lot of general people. Uh, In Assam's case, he's able to pick himself back up and head right back into the field.
0: Yeah, Assam, um, looking back at his greatest weakness, which is himself, and getting into these fights fighting for um, strength basically and I think he can finally be at Leong's um, uh, level and kind of well, get a power growth
1: yeah I, I have to say that Leong also has lost a lot in the sense of he doesn't have a thing to protect anymore due to you know my links trail
0: yeah um, Leon doesn't have anything to lose really um, not anymore but um, they
1: reversed roles, in my, in my case.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, Assam Season 2 kind of feels more akin to the Bruce Lee archetype that people have been trying to put onto Andrew Koji throughout the whole series, which he isn't. Um, he is his own character, but truly trying to do this um, mind, body, and soul um, act, which pays off really well. Uh, We did talk about this when we first talked about Warrior. Um, He had some strong feelings about the introduction of Hong, how he was kind of forced. Have those feelings gone away after the final episode?
1: Uh... Hmm. I'll have to say, yeah. As a character, yeah. Hmm. He's truly evolved, and yeah, I'll have to say, yeah. Uh, most of the feelings of him being like an unnecessary character in this situation yeah is generally just you know uh, receded because Hong feels like a character that's now like you know implemented the story and needs a really big you know push I had to say yeah I would like to see more of his character in development to be honest
0: yeah um, especially after um we'll go to season three. Um, last episode where he has a freak accident when a police officer comes to him. Um, We did talk about this last week with him either having um, trauma as a kid or anger management kind of um, thing before he came to um, San Francisco. We kind of want to explore that even more because uh, going to the final episode, uh, he is strong. He's like physically strong. Um, He kind of rivals Bolo in, like, strength. And I think we got to see that yesterday. And he's quite a scary character, even though he's, like, nonchalant, happy, and we all love Hong. He's all lovable. Um, But he's got... He's kind of got a second side to him that it could come out of nowhere, and he could really kill you. Um... But yes, Hong being the creating the
1: trio. Hong's yes. character was very interesting to me because of the fact that his quick introduction to become, like, the trio for Assam, Young, Jun, and Hong, yeah? Was very sudden in my case. You know, because it's not every day that, you know, we get another new main cast so late into the uh, story. But also, like his character seems like martial arts wise yeah his character seems either just below Assam or on par with Assam I'm curious to see True. H- uh, Hong like Hong's fighting style is around there
0: yeah I think he is being referenced to the Violin Man because he uses a chain or, or string Um, one of the funniest openings, um, for an episode in season two, where um, I think they try to cut between budget, so they had everybody line the floor who are part of the Fong Hai, and the only thing you see are um, Young Jun, um, Assam, and Hong just talking about, um, Hong telling the story about. Uh, a violent man who would just go around killing people with string. Yeah, yeah. And he compares himself to that. And it's one of the funniest openings. um, Because, A, they could save money um, instead of making this big fight scene, like what happened in the scene, Mm. um, into, oh, this is a great story. Then, boom, intro. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, yeah, Hong is a, a fan favorite now. And Echelon has changed his mind from him being kind of forced actually been pivotal to the story now hmm um Chinatown Riots um another highlight we talked about on this um on this series of Warrior Epsilon this is one of the best episodes if not the best episode um, Oh, oh that's that's
1: a difficult t- choice here because like the Red Wedding in my opinion has a yeah, very uh, very yeah. strong position there True. Yeah, season
0: three, episode eight that 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 has a big counter, but this just tackled drama mm, and mm. emotion and action. Mm. And it felt like Avengers game when yeah, when all the tongs just got together apart from the Hai. <laughs> and well, um, but yes, mm. um, Epsilon,
1: I would have to say it's, it's still a second due to the fact that the betrayal in the Red Wedding uh, episode it's just so impactful into the story it changed the course of the whole series if you if you agree
0: yes yes I, I agree because yeah.
1: without Myling's betrayal you know this could have been a completely different scenario
0: yeah it could have been a normal scenario mm. really uh, but what I think what will get a lot of people into this series will be the Chinatown riots because it had everything you're looking for. Mm. A sound with numchucks kicking um, Irish people's ass. Mm. Um, a beautiful scene. A truly briefly uh, work of art. Yes. Yeah. It's truly something he would create. Um, and this is the first time Young Jun has to step up as the Hopway leader now and part of the halfway tong, and it's just action on top of action <laughs> but it's carried by story from episode to episode from season one all the way to season two well, i have to say though and
1: this yeah, yes when when young Jun tells assam just do it oh yeah. my god mate that made me feel something inside Dude, i was like oh exactly. no oh no <sighs>
0: year um the chinatown riots impacted most of season three um for how impact i'm glad the writers understood how incredibly insane this episode was and its repercussions on the entire series going forward mm. because it led to everything happening in season three and uh, from counterfeit money to um we didn't even talk about, um, they didn't even talk about opium distribution in season 3, which is something Uh, weird because Uh, it was counterfeit money. No,
1: but the opium distribution was actually, like, being drained, if I remember correctly. It was, uh...
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, Chinatown riots, Mm. very important episode, but I would have this above episode eight season three the um mm. the wedding of the century episode um just because of its implications within the wider narrative of um of warrior but the wedding of the century episode will have implications going forward mm. from then it is as impactful as the chinatown riots mm. especially within chinatown um leon versus the Hai, um zing he hates how Mai Ling has handled their relationship with the Fung Hai I think that's when Leong started being worried about Mai Ling this is his big um, kind of um, warning of Mai Ling's leadership I just rewatched episode 6 I believe uh, episode 5 of season 2 Leong versus Zing it's one of the coolest and creative fight scenes and um, Warrior. Um, Epsilon, your opinions on Leong and the uh, Funghai, not the ho Funghai. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that?
1: <sighs> Leong and the Funghai seem to have a very uh, business-esque relationship in my mind, yeah? over. I, mm. I have to say, I don't, I don't know, they may be able to trust each other after the whole, like, you know, debacle with Myling, uh, but I don't really understand what's gonna happen, like, I don't, like, I haven't had a prediction yet, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm an Apollo opposite of you you know what spoilers spoilers for for the final episode Zing comes back baby um (laughs) and Leong is not gonna be happy Leong's like I gotta kill you or else you're gonna be rampant in Chinatown Mm. um this that's um we talked about this earlier we're gonna talk about it more Mm. in episode 10 um about Leong and Assam with their Vegeta Goku kind of aesthetics Mm. um spoilers again for uh, episode 10 at the very end of the episode Leong has a new Tong or basically the Long Z have become Leong's Tong mm. now Leong could be the new main character now um, they could switch power dynamics because we'll talk about Asam and his character mm. um, further, uh, further down when we discuss episode 10 but now with Leong being somewhat of a quote-unquote main character now, um, yeah, Zing's going to be the big bad. Mm, the big bad. And Chinatown. Chinatown's <clears throat> going to go down. Mm. But Leong's going to be the one holding it together. But yes, um, yeah, Zing's not good business. Um, and the Funghai are basically dead because the boy killed them in this season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of Zing, yeah... Um, he got incarcerated. And... Epsilon, your thoughts, do you think that it took them too long to bring Zing back? Yeah. Or do you think this episode, episode 10, was the perfect time to bring him back?
1: Huh. I would have to say, this episode might be the perfect episode to bring him back, actually. Because now we have a new villain we, we can like push into the whole escapade of is he, is he gonna, you know travel us? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that perfectly said. Yeah, we got a new villain. Well, not technically new but now a new main mm. villain. Um, because it's always been Myling. Mm. The only person that on Myling's side wasn't a villain was Leong now my links well we'll get into that um but yes Zing coming back as a antagonist not even an antagonist a villain um seems perfect um right on and schedule the right on schedule literally at, at, a, at a train we won't talk about that yet until we get to um the discussion of episode 10 but um one of the big moments was My blows Assam's cover in front of Young Jun and mm. Hong. That created season three. Uh, Epsilon. It leads to this. It does. And it started with this kick. Yeah, it does.
1: I can't wait for it, to be honest. It is, um, it's going to hit so differently
0: it's gonna explode mm. and Myling was the match <laughs> for this oh, um yeah screw it we'll go to season 3 Uh tension rise between Assam and Gyeongjun but also Leong and Myling mm. the tongs are not in a great place Myling are, uh, is swallowing up different um, tongs to become a bigger Longzi. Mm. Um, what are your um thoughts on let, let's just say season three as a whole minus episode ten? What are your thoughts on everything that went on?
1: I feel as though this season was to express a new Chinatown, just to push for a new uh, beginning, you know. And yes, it's truly showing, you know. I I will have to say it's truly been shown time and time again you know just how much like this story is impacted now you know do you think do you Um. think yeah that uh, Mm. this particular um, season yeah gave us like you know a new variation you know this is no longer you know the Chinatown we knew since season one it's a new thing, you know, entirely. It's a new beast entirely.
0: Yeah. Um I definitely. Uh with Chinatown uh Chinatown uh, changing constantly. Hmm. Um it's definitely a new beast. Um with what comes next. Hopefully, um we're hoping for season four. <laughs> um after the strikes, yeah definitely. Yeah. But yeah, this season. I've seen a lot of um, people talk about this, um, especially in comments, that this is kind of a setup season. Yeah, it is. They set up a lot of things.
1: Yeah, it was a setup. And season.
0: yeah, after seeing something like that, I look back at season three and go, oh shit, it, it really is. It really yeah, is yeah, a setup yeah. season. So I see why a lot of people uh, don't really jive with this season as much as the others. Mm. Um, it makes sense, but this. Um this season's been great. And especially under new management and mm. uh, with the suits. It's now HBO Max. oh uh, when we watch it here in NZ, it comes up with HBO Max original. In the States it's just a Max original. Um so I was worried that Warrior may not be its same spicy self as it was prior. They kept it. But again, uh, yeah, they kept everything, mm. really. Um But yes, let's let's go straight to the wedding. This is the most impactful episode in Warrior since Chinatown riots. Yep. Epsilon, it's still your favorite episode. It's my second favorite episode. Um Damn.
1: Damn what this means
0: for all of Chinatown. Epsilon, there are any more things to talk about this betrayal and twists and turns of this episode. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Truly, I don't think I do Like, it's just, you know It's new Chinatown Um, I'm hoping that we get, you know With such an explosive ending now, yeah? Yes Hmm This episode is going to be something different. It's going to hit different. It's truly going to hit different, yeah?
0: Yeah, for people that are going to be watching it all at once, Mm. and kind of like what we did before Mm. um, Season 3 came out, um, where that was um, weekly, Mm. um, we didn't discover Warrior until this year. Well, um, yes, until this year. Um, A couple months before Season 3 came out, and I feel like a lot of you at home are going to be watching this all at once, and if you are, sorry, there were a bunch of spoilers we were talking about before, um, <laughs> but yes, this episode is going to be leaning towards all the demise that Myling's going to be given mm. on a silver platter, really, um, all the way till the final episode mm. where we see where Myling ends. Ah, uh, um another big one father Jun has passed away in episode nine mm-hmm. um we talked a lot about it last episode I don't think we have any to be else honest to so add towards that I do want to say his death was yes. kind of
1: interesting because of the fact that you know uh, it was implied he died I don't I didn't think we ever saw a body mm. so you know. He gave up though, he, it was his end. So that's, that's what we understood.
0: Yeah, it gave him a full story arc, really. Mm. Um, and I think Harry Perry Young came back this season um, where we didn't know <laughs> where the father joined because at the end of season two, mm. he was meant to go uh, traveling around the United States of America and then somehow he was stuck at the borders. Mm. Um, but yes having him go off by the hand of his own son um, yeah I think Father Jun is had one a of up, the though. best and most yeah um, really up there characters with a lot of people whether you like him or not mm. um, but yeah Ah, let's let's skirt. Let's get to the final episode. Um, Assam versus the Halpway. Woo. Epsilon, this may be. We'd be talking about this. I I did bring it up in the first time we talked talking about this. Assam versus Young Jun. But I didn't expect Hong there. To be honest, though. Why wouldn't I not expect him? He's second in command. Epsilon, Assam versus the Halpway. Holy shit.
1: Who wouldn't? Oh, it was an explosive scene, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I,
0: I don't know how the Hopway thought they could take on Assam. Legend literally has his own mural on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Young Jun was just that. But he wasn't... I don't think he was fully done with Assam he was just done with Myling mm. and her antics and the fact that Assam went oh Yan Mi is not going to be a problem anymore mm. even Young Jun's like Yan Mi what the hell are you talking about I'm talking about Myling," Ling and I thought Young Jun would be like wait what are you What about Yan Mi where is she yeah, yeah what are you on about did she do this <laughs> no it went straight to Myling, Ling and I think Young Jun had that in his head the whole time mm. and one of the most visceral fights and yeah um i think one of the main highlights in this fight was um asan versus um hong uh, we talked about it earlier with how strong he is physically but asan does a one inch punch and it was so satisfying to see mm,
1: wow. it's so bruce lee mm. <laughs> it, it showed you know martial esque like how far like up there within the martial arts field dude this
0: scene was choreographed incredibly Mm. Um, and it was uh, shot incredibly as well Um, before we started the podcast I was talking about this fight and how the music cuts like I know these music cues because I love the soundtrack Mm. Um, and hearing that I'm here like oh the music's gonna hit nope it cuts and we just hear um, a bunch of foley but we know like in ourselves, this hurts mm. so much, um because we love these characters, mm. like we love young Jun, Hong, Assam, they are the trio. it's like Batman Superman and Wonder Woman kind of um situation here, mm. but um Assam beats Hong her, and then one of the most beautiful, beautifully shot scenes was Assam versus young Jun, but outside. In the rain mm. and a kind of akin to the final um, scenes of um, episode, uh, season two's finale, where he beat Larry and all bloodied and everything. And the people of Chinatown look at Assam as this higher hero. And now instead of being Larry, he's beating Young Jun. Whoa, this, this fight was something else.
1: It's just, it was different. Again, as I said, it, was, it hit different.
0: Yeah You knew these guys As brothers mm. In season 1 And the whole tension Again My Ling Put this cake uh, She was the match To this mm. Massive explosion mm. And I don't think Asam and Young Jun Or Hong Are ever gonna get together again mm. Man Just It's a shame um, We we talked about it It was season 3 Spoilers Zing But Screw Zing Chow <laughs> Is he dead <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know uh, i love hun Li mm. i i listen to the podcast even he doesn't know whether his character's dead oh. or not but chow may as you said and with our toy as mm. a snake zing is literally a snake stabbing chow from the back then turning him around stabs him multiple times and the fact that zing was in the background the whole time mm. man but what are your thoughts on that scene damn
1: it was heavy that scene you know that scene actually hit different
0: yeah yeah because you didn't expect chow to come no back. i didn't know no, I- you didn't expect zing to come back yeah, I was literally getting up out of my chair going, Zing! <laughs> what Holy is he shit. doing <laughs> But we love Chao. Yeah, we love Chao. And the I I just rewatched um, episode one, season one. Mm. The first thing that Young Jun says to Chao um, in Cantonese was, how the fuck are you doing, Chao? And then the last thing Chao hears from Zing is, how the fuck are you doing, Chao? It, it kind of, it brings him full circle. Mm. Him helping Assam then him finally helping Yun Mi, him getting into trouble for helping someone else. When he, he has helps always been screwed and over
1: when helping other people, it's, it's just not ending up for him.
0: Yeah, and then this was the prime example. He gets multiply stabbed, um, but yes, um, we talked a lot about Zing his return. Can't wait to see more. But um, mm. so I got this wrong. Yanmi is free.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I thought she was gonna die. Nah. She was a catalyst.
1: She, she, she had her part to do in this.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't like the side story between Yanmi and um, Assam <coughs> I think I talked about it multiple times, um, before. But Yanmi is now alone. Her father's disowned her. Mm-hmm her brother doesn't want anything to do with her Assam's not there we probably won't see Yan not wasn't, wasn't
1: Assam meant to go on the train with her?
0: yes but Assam I think he got hit in the head mm. by a police officer when Happy Jack's men mm. um, were there for the plates mm. but yeah um, I don't think we're going to see Yanmi's character unless she comes back and she's like <laughs> "My Ling level powerful no,
1: I don't think that's happening
0: um yeah. Speaking of my ling, she got ambushed by the Hopway, mm. which made sense. Um she was she has no power anymore. Yeah. Really she's powerless now. Mm. Your thoughts on that, Epsilon.
1: I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it. You know. It was bound to yeah. happen. Yeah,
0: at her at her weakest point. Mm. And uh, she's got people to kill the elders. Mm. Now the Long Z don't wanna be part of mm. my Ling Shenanigans. Mm. Li Yong has left them uh, left her. Mm. Yeah. Um Young Jun has struck at the perfect time. But again, um, Assam was there. Yeah. To kind of um, stop that. Be the older brother that he was meant to be. Mm. Yeah. Um there was a time where during that whole fight scene, I thought she died. I think of the Hopway members were trying to drown her. Yeah, yeah. That way. I thought nah, that, that's I thought she passed. Stared. I thought yeah. she passed
1: as well, to be honest. So I was kind of like, oh, she's alive. Yeah. That's good. You know.
0: Yeah. Um. But Assam, Myling I feel like these characters have come to a mm. close for now. Mm. Um. So yeah, talking back about Liang being the next main esque uh, protagonist. But yeah, all the tongs are now broken. Um Young Jun uh the way again counterfeit money is gone. Mm. The plates are gone.
1: The police haven't now um uh,
0: My Ling does yeah. yeah. As uh yeah the Secret Service. Yeah. Yeah mostly. Um oh we didn't even talk about uh the, the dark uh, the ducks the white people basically yeah Uh, but yeah um our toy we uh i think i mentioned that she is broken um Mm. and she finally got revenge on strickland and one of the most hilarious opening scenes Mm. of the show even though the situation wasn't hilarious the fact that larry after doing that abomination of a kill Mm. In, at the end of last episode and meeting up with Big Bill and us, Toy to do exactly what they were all going to do. Mm. I felt like that was a funny interaction, even though the scene was heavy. Um, yeah Larry having no clue who Toy was and Big Bill being a good good cop quotations, a good um, cop. keeping Toy's name out of the, yeah out of, um, out of his mouth. But, um where do you think our Toy's is gonna go on for now?
1: Maybe she becomes a new uh Chow, you know? Where, mm. you know, Chow's characters we don't know what's gonna happen, but maybe she becomes a new Chao. But handles it better than, you know, how Chow handled it. Uh, I feel as though, you know, Chow's character has come to somewhat of a loss you know
0: yeah um yeah our toy being the new chow um yeah I, I do see that kind of happening they're very much akin to each other mm. with everyone loving them um mm. chow our toy everyone's favorite people mm. um yeah, I think our toy is going to be one of the few characters where we will barely see in the next few seasons. Um, she'll still be there for Assam um, and probably to be in Harpoi territory. But yes, um our toy is going to take a back burner um, for me personally. Um, hopefully, because she's so broken. Mm. And having to bury all those um, all those girls from Simona. Yeah, she deserves a break with Nelly. Yeah. Um, now, season four predictions, if it happens. We talked about uh, Leong, Tong, mm-hmm. Zing. How many seasons do you think
1: this show would be?
0: I think I'm just rekindling what we talked five, about in our first episode. Six. I think
1: five and six would be a good number. We need yeah. to, you know, we need to see the conclusion of Assam's character, you know, Leong's character. We just need to see where they go, you know?
0: Yeah, um, I feel like if they wanted to, hmm. Assam, Leong, Leary, hmm. versus Buckley, I don't know. <clears throat> um, because I think throughout season two especially mm. the sit down scene between Assam and Larry mm. and then all of season 3 Larry has just noticed that he is Irish not American, mm. Irish and um, he's not like everyone else mm. and now that he's killed uh, not him killing Strickland but um, uh, with toy killing him he has now got the upper hand really and the political side Hmm. And everyone knows who Larry is. And working for the Working Man's Party. And probably going to try and get the Chinaman out. But who knows. Um, season 4 could go. anyway. way. Hmm. Um, I just remembered. With Zing back. Um, looking back at Season 2. Big Bill. is He he could die. And so could Lee. Because they are on Zing's hit list. Along with Chow. And Leon. I think Zing is so going to... You think that's a possibility?
1: Mm. Zing is more of a murderous character, isn't he? Like, he is very... I Currently, he's assassinesque. So we'll see how that happens. Mm.
0: Yeah, I... Big Bill... Love him or hate him, he's going to get his comeuppance. Mm. And somehow, Lee's going to either take the bullet or the knife Mm. or take the blame for for something that Bill's done because now Lee's considering coming back to the force under his own terms which make full sense yeah now we don't know whether season 4 is gonna happen we hope season 4 happens but yes um what a show
1: what a show yeah literally what a show (laughs) what a show Holy hell. Congrats to
0: the team who worked on Warrior from 2019 to 2020 under Cinemax. Mm. Then finally having a second win thanks to HBO Max, or now named Max, in 2023. Mm. This has been a lot of fun to cover here on the Movie Bros. Podcast, and we cannot wait to see what Troppo and Co. have in store for us next. Please, if you want to see another season Mm. and have us discuss it weekly, please go support the show. That would mean the world to the people that created this but also to us as fans as well warrior all season streaming now on neon new zealand and max united states now we are coming to the final episodes of my adventures with superman with episode I personally think this is my favorite episode again. <laughs> we keep saying that this is Superman. Wow, just wow! It's
1: a huge wow factor, isn't it?
0: Ah, <sighs> it is. Mm. And I didn't think it could be last week. Obviously, part one and part two. Mm. We know that it was gonna be a resolution this episode, but my gosh, um, he unlocked. I think. Most, if not all, his powers now he's got x ray vision, yeah, and um, not laser vision. Uh, difference, but yeah, um, I think he's now Superman, he just needs to so hone it in. Um, Efton, your thoughts on that?
1: I'm very interested in his mostly his characteristics and like the scale of power that he has because he keeps twisting, you know, from he's this overbearing character who has this much power to you know what he has now. I'm interested I'm very interested in like how how his characters come through potentially.
0: Yeah, I think this Superman being staying up for multiple weeks is quite depowered. Um I think I um compared it to Invincible with how mm. um Mark Grayson continuously gets beat down constantly but gets powered up every single time and i think that's how they're going to take this superman Mm. and it's paid off really well because this episode it showed truly what superman was meant to be he's there to help people um i i kind of predicted last week that he would turn and lois would be the reason why he would go back to normal not kryptonite Mm. but it seemed like that didn't happen yet that could happen next season. He
1: is very troubled. But in this yeah. season, yes, in this episode, he was very troubled.
0: Yeah. Um. Who do you think the alien race was? I have my theories, but who do you think they were?
1: I'm hoping they're Kryptonian, to be honest. Like uh, Zod. Yeah. I thought they was Zod, to be honest. Could be Zod.
0: Mm. Um. Again, those are theories. Um guys uh, I think that could be Brainiac I don't know I don't know it's something that he would make these um polymetric um basically metal alien creatures Mm. it's very Brainiac um unless they because again um they refer him to Alex but Lex Luther Mm. these are very very young um, Slade Wilson Will get to him mm. um, But these characters Have yet to Be Developed The powerhouses That Yeah mm. um, That They have become Yeah um, Through movies And comics But I don't know They I just think It could be Brainiac But You, you said it It could be Kryptonian. It could be Zod mm. um, But who knows we'll probably learn more about it soon um Ivo versus Soaps, a kaiju battle-ish um I think this is some of the best animation in the season so far yep. apart
1: from last episode your opinions agreed there was a very strong episode this episode I think this one hit the yeah. books yeah it hit the books really well
0: Yeah, a fluid animation Mm. Fluid um, Basically every frame Mm. um, Came to life It felt like a comic book Mm, mm. And I think uh, Clark uh, I won't call him slips, But Clark himself sees the Heart of people Even though Ivo tried killing everyone um, Mm. He saw that Maybe Ivo's not really a bad person And that even changed The general's heart It's like, oh, this kid is pretty much like me. He's just a human. He has emotions.
1: Yeah, and the fact that the Ivo that Waller took over was quite shocking to me. Um, I actually was prepared for
0: that Mm. because, again, this is Task Force X, Mm. um, uh, soon to be called the Suicide Squad, but we don't have that team yet. Uh, We kind of did with the other superpowered beings Mm. they were kind of like the suicide squad they had something around their neck instead of bombs they were electrical guards or something Mm. i don't know but um yeah um (coughs) i said it um after epsilon finished the episode the the soundtrack is incredible Mm. um i need a look at who's composing the soundtrack Oh my god when um spoiler alert for this episode when jimmy goes on live and him and lois tell people of manhattan um well manhattan metropolis yeah to um turn off all the electricity and clark hears it and then this incredible score this somehow coming up to a crescendo in- in- incredible um Epsilon
1: this this soundtrack was amazing yeah it was it sounded really good and the way it played Mm. out was just uh, really nice yeah Mm.
0: very very much a a heroic Superman soundtrack and Mm. again uh, it's his early years but this is kind of what we wanted from Henry Cavill Superman, esque, not mm. the dark brooding uh, kind of cool twist on what Zack Snyder wanted to do with the character, it just didn't pay off at the end of the day. Mm. Um, but yes, I think this Superman's just more natural, this is, he could exist
1: today. Yeah, this is this is more modern day Superman, in my opinion.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, something for the new generation, but yet it attracts us, the older generation. Mm. Even though we're not that much older than the new generation. <laughs> um, the next episode, because for some reason for me, um, it felt like a finale. Mm. But next episode is probably a setup for season two. Mm. Um, Epsilon, what are your predictions on the
1: next episode? I wonder. To be honest, I'm very interested to see what, like you know. The evolutions of these characters are individually because current Lois, you know, mm. it's so different, it's something new. I would have to say, yeah,
0: yes, yeah, I would like to um, see it. I think it would have to, yeah, yeah. Um, I think next episode is gonna be. Uh, because at the end of this episode Jimmy got to see the mm. um, invasion of a dark Superman mm. that Lois got to see in episode 7 mm. um, I feel like that's gonna do with I don't know Whatever Jimmy, it has Jimmy to do, could yeah. be yeah um, I don't know uh, the next episode could be a grand Epic, which I don't expect to because mm. this was the grand epic. Um mm. but yes, definitely gonna be setting up stuff for next season. Um mm. Slade Wilson finally loses his eye. Um now <gasps> waiting for the final suit. What a way to lose your eye. Yeah, Jesus, that, electricity that was, to the face. Yeah,
1: that was like whoa. <laughs> it was very yeah, surprising and, for me to be honest.
0: Yeah, like, and there was a guttural scream mm, that came out of him. Ay, mm. ay, <laughs> You felt Man. it too, didn't you? Just waiting. Yeah, I did. I was like, whoa, she's too powerful. Mm. Um, and Slade himself is an assassin. but Yeah, but yeah, you didn't yeah. know that he was a, <laughs> he was a Slade, did you? No, 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 I did. You did? Um, especially from the colors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the blue, the orange, mm. and they they did say Wilson, mm. and I went, oh, okay. Um, there's only two Wilsons. Mm. There's Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, and then there's the copycat named Deadpool, Wade Wilson. <laughs> Wade Wilson. Um Wilson. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see his full suit. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Deathstroke against Superman. But hey, we'll get we'll get Batman soon. Mm. But yes, um, next episode's gonna be great. Cannot believe we are losing so many great shows at this speed. My Adventures with Superman, streaming only on Adult Swim. Now, the box office returns this week, carrying over two weeks at the box office. With the release of DC's Blue Beetle, we will see whether it exceeded expectations or sadly hit them, where the expectations were between 22 million and 32 million and i have some bad news epsilon what blue beetle came in number one but it only made 25.03 million on its opening weekend Mm. it's it's week this week 36.14 million and total so far of 54.744 million in one and a half weeks yeah um i'm sorry dc this is another flop that hit hard Epsilon 22 million and 32 million that was the ballpark between expectations yeah and it hit kind of in the middle Mm -hmm. I want this movie to succeed (laughs) but yeah Uh, Epsilon your thoughts on this we have yet to see
1: it Mm. I was hoping this movie would like the difference but seeing from media current media the the issue was the promotion of this film wasn't good apparently that's what I've heard that the promotion because of the actors not promoting the film properly uh, apparently it became a flop but you know
0: yeah (laughs) um, the strikes are on yeah so the actors are part of the screen guild Mm. Um, Screen Actors Guild And Yeah And also my gripe with the promotion As you said mm. was Do not watch trailer 2 That spoils the entire movie mm-hmm. um, This is one of the few things Where I kind of miss With old trailers Where they, they just show you a teaser And then that's it, <coughs> that it. Go watch the movie it. Uh, Be surprised Yeah uh, but the promotion for this movie, I expected it. Um, apparently, it hasn't yeah. released
1: worldwide mm. fully. The main actor, apparently, uh, because yeah, didn't want to promote his film because he wanted to be on the right side of history. However, um, not promoting it kind of you know, brought it down a lot, in my opinion.
0: Epsilon, there's a strike happening, yeah.
1: They, they
0: can't now promote it at all. Mm. Any of these films, surprisingly, Barbie and Oppenheimer were able to promote it. And then they came back to L.A. to start striking. Mm. Um, So, Jolo and Angelo and Manuel Soto, everybody part of Blue Beetle. Mm. Yeah, they can't promote it because they're under the Screen Actors Guild. Um, Which, hopefully, Disney, Netflix, Amazon, whatever, Mm. pay your writers, pay your actors. Um, But yes, so promotion, it wasn't their fault. Mm. Same with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it wasn't really their fault that they couldn't promote the film Mm. but uh, we'll get to Teenage Mutant Ninja Totals I do think Blue Beetle from what I've seen online again online's kind of the minority Mm. and it's all about the the regular person online trying to make this the next um, but the Latinos Black Panther which I hope it would have Mm. because Blue Beetle's such a creative character and what they've done with this movie from what we've seen Looks like a lot of fun. Um, we can't wait to watch it when it hits New Zealand. Mm. Next, um, oh, in a couple of, in a couple of weeks, um, sadly because of its um, release schedule. Mm. But yeah, um, so far it's made fifty four point seven four four million Woo. worldwide. Yeah, um maybe I, I do think it comes down to superior fatigue. Yeah, we got the flash that bombed pretty heavy we got Secret Invasion where it was good until the finale Mm. Uh, and then now we got to a lot of people a great film but again no buzz no promotion kind of lackluster but I was hoping for word of mouth to hit the streets uh, and number 2 at the box office is your billion dollar movie uh, Barbie. Uh last week it made 33.833 million. This week it made 21.03 million. In New Zealand it's currently made 7.55 million and total throughout 5 weeks 1.295 billion beating out Super Mario Brothers.
1: Mm. Epsilon I have yet to much Barbie. Boy you really need to watch it you know come on come on <laughs>
0: I feel so come on. I'm
1: sorry guys it, this is Fair the film that to... you said that you would watch no. what happened, no. what, happened? I, yeah. what happened i watched I don't all have the have other enough energy oh my god i don't gosh. have enough energy you're, you're not enough you're not enough <laughs> i'm not enough I'm, I'm not
0: kin oh my god oh, man Beating out Super Mario Brothers.
1: Mm. An IP as big as Barbie. It was, it was bound to happen. I, I expected that.
0: Yeah. Mm. And this is great look on the box office. Um, God damn I gotta watch it. Um, but yes, 1.295 billion. It's going to hit 1.31 billion mm. by next week. Mm. Oh it's doing well. Speaking of doing well, Oppenheimer. It's Christopher Nolan's finally his biggest film of all time. Mm. Um Oppenheimer uh last week eighteen point eight million this week ten million uh, ten point seven two million in New Zealand currently it's grossed somewhat of a surprising three point four five million Ooh. in total seven hundred and twenty seven million million dollars this is nolan's biggest and well biggest box office film hmm. of all time
1: epsilon your thoughts yeah uh what you say it's a it's the biggest film it's not yeah um yeah i would have to say this film is just grand you know openheim has always been you know one of those films that is definitely something that people should watch, yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely have some time to watch that, folks, when you have time to, yeah. Watch on the biggest screen mm. possible.
0: It's still an IMAX. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a
1: IMAX watch. You have to watch an IMAX, because that's how good it is. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, speaking of IMAX, Bobby is going to be an IMAX... Later next month, really, with new footage. So, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll go watch that one. Mm. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go watch the new footage one, um, mm. uh, in IMAX. Um, but yes, Oppenheimer. I don't, uh, it could possibly be Nolan's second or third, no, third billion dollar film. Um, with the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Mm. It's such a great, again, you said a grand film. Mm. It's a long film as well, and it's made this much money. (laughs) Um,
1: But yes, to be expected, though.
0: And and, yeah, definitely, it's a Nolan film at the end of Mm. the day. Um, But five weeks, along with Barbie,
1: it's done really well. Yeah, yeah. I
0: was actually worried about this. Really,
1: I was. Another film that's like I felt it was going to do really well, to be honest. Since its ascension, true. yeah. Uh
0: I think what I thought about was mm. Barbie is PG Oppenheimer mm. in the States was rated R mm. for nudity and profanity. Here in New zealand it's rated M. And uh, Barbie's more for the kids mm. and Oppenheimer is a 3-hour long biopic epic about um about Oppenheimer and about the atomic bomb um but again it's doing really really well and i'm very happy about it uh, speaking of a movie doing really well and staying on the top five a movie that we have yet to see it drops the same day as blue beetle mm-hmm. teenage Mutant ninja turtles Meet mayhem um last week made 15.27 uh 27 million this week made 8.538 million a total 124.35 million in three weeks. Epsilon, I think along with Elemental, this is your sleeper hit mm. as well. I told you.
1: Your thoughts. Uh, mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is just a great big IP, you know. And a lot of people watch that stuff. So, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to hit that number, yes. And I'm happy that it did, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I think along with Blue Beetle, we were talking about promotional Mm. material. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't have any of the actors or anything behind it. But again, if you look at Blue Beetle, then you look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Once the established IP with TMNT, Mm. Blue Beetle's basically an origin story that people don't know of. Mm. Um, Kind of a niche thing. But yeah, TMNT... Incredible art style, and um, from what everyone's been saying, um, incredible uh, It captures the the boys mm. um, correctly because they're played by teenagers. Uh, very excited to see this <laughs> on the big screen because it's very much deserved. It's a bummer that we got to uh, we're getting it so late. Mm. Um, now, new entry this weekend. Um, also in New Zealand It's Stray It's a Will Ferrell, um Jamie Fox, Doggy adventure um, Basically Ted But with dogs instead um, It's made An opening weekend of 8.247 million In New Zealand it's currently made $54.4 thousand dollars <laughs> uh, Quite a lot of money <laughs> In my opinion that's quite a lot I'll, I'll Yeah incredible amount mm. but total around the world 14.827 million in one week mm. it just came out again the strikes there's no promotional uh, material for it mm. I've seen a couple of ads on TV um yeah I, I, I heard it's a comedy for the ages um Epsilon if, if you've heard anything about this film <laughs> what are your thoughts on these um, numbers
1: Eh, I'm surprised that it hit those numbers to be honest Uh, but personally Mm. I haven't fully watched it so I'm I'm hoping that it is worth what it is and it's a good film
0: yeah um, I think it's gonna kind of like Jennifer uh, Lawrence's no hard feelings Mm. kind of breeze through be in the background Mm. Um, surprisingly uh, this film made in the top 5 but not the Meg 2 I think the Meg twos and number 6 or 7 Ooh. that's not tracking well in yeah. the domestic box office but I think it's doing well overseas mm. um, but yes that is the box office ok now we got a couple of suggestions for what could replace Warrior we're still not fully sure about this but um, I wanted to bring up Ahsoka, which is streaming on Disney Plus on Wednesday at 7pm mm. Eastern Standard Time. Mm. Now,
1: Epsilon, have you watched any of the Clone Wars or Rebels? Uh, I have watched the Star Wars movies. I have watched Clone Wars. I have watched, yeah. It is a great watch to have, yeah. <coughs> you
0: want to cover Ahsoka?
1: Ooh, hmm. I am interested in it.
0: Okay. Guys, we take that as a yes, <laughs> let's go. Ahsoka, streaming on Disney Plus Wednesday at 7pm New Zealand Standard Time. Mm. Uh, it brings us uh, six weeks of episodes, getting us to dig deeper into the lore that Dave Filoni created for animation and having it transformed into live action. Mm. We were also... I can't believe I'm saying this. Even Epsilon is dreading it. Netflix's One Piece, um, releasing on Thursday, 31st of August. I've heard incredible things about this. Mm. And... Uh, jump on the hype train. Will it break the anime to live action curse for good? I don't know. We'll have to see. Eight episodes. Um, we'll probably cover three or four episodes mm. by the time we record our next
1: epsilon uh, One Piece maybe uh, I'm down maybe. to give it a try I want to see how they do it because One Piece felt never like attraction for live action it felt more you know cartoon mm. old cartoon-esque especially with the whole like yeah. current situation with Gear 5 truly expressing old you know yeah. days cartoons Looney Tunes yeah. really it-, it brought back what I fully wanted you know so, yeah, we'll, mm. we'll see. We'll have to see.
0: I watched the behind the scenes video mm-hmm. of Order, meaning um, Inaki, uh, the main um, actor who plays Luffy. And mm. Order was the reason why Inaki has the role he is in right now because he embodies Luffy. And it was such a beautiful behind the scenes. I'll probably um, share it to you. Mm. It got me a little teary eyed because I'm like, wow, okay. He's he's giving the Western audience <laughs> a little bit of love. He's giving it to us. Hopefully, hopefully it's it's worth it. Mm. Sanji, Nami, mm. Zoro, Usopp. Hopefully, we get to see a CGI chopper. <laughs> but hey, we'll, we'll have to see. <laughs> that's we'll going to be. That's going to be nightmare mm. fuel. <sighs> well, now next week we'll be diving ourselves into and along with the Straw Hat crew, along with Ahsoka and Sabine's adventure to save Ezra Bridger. We say farewell to Warrior for now, as we usher in a new era for the Movie Bros Podcast. After next week, we'll be taking a break, as we'll be discovering and exploring worlds of Starfield. As the Gaming Bros will be back to do our first impressions, and our one-week review of the game. So the Gaming Bros Podcast will take over the Movie Bros Podcast for the 13th of September. But, we'll be back with a massive film bonanza, talking about Equalizer 3, Blue Beetle, and finally, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mew and Mayhem. So, we will be super busy bringing out all the content for you guys. The Anime Bros has been on hiatus due to technical difficulties, but it comes back this week. Now, Absalon,
1: sorry for the long spiel. Do
0: you have any closing thoughts?
1: Uh, nothing at the moment. Uh, I just hope that everybody has a great, you know, great time, and... You know, have fun. You know, especially because it's now the holidays for most people in our country. But yeah, have a great day. You know,
0: most definitely. Now we have the Movieverse Podcast, a podcast that has been on Units for four plus years since Captain Marvel's box office numbers. We are your hosts, Requiem King and Epsilon, and we wish you a happy doing and see you soon, Space Cowboy. Bye. <music>